Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? A number of years ago, like about 35 years ago, uh, I moved to Nova Scotia, and uh, I worked there in the field of recovery as a therapist, and I was very, very happy. And part of my day was listening to CBC Morningside with Peter Zosky. And um, I was always fascinated by him and the people that he had on his show. And one of the particular days that stood out for me was when he was interviewing uh, an individual who wrote their first book and published it when they were 55 years old. Now, I'm in my, at that time, I was in my 30s. And the way that he spoke with this woman was that, oh, my God, I can't believe that somebody's so old, <laughs> this is my interpretation, could start their writing career at that age. And uh, my interpretation is that is a very old person, and I can't believe anybody could start a career or a new line of anything that late in life. For me, that was like retirement, and then you're kind of done with life. Well, guess what? My first book I wrote and published when I was 55. And that was a shock because I didn't, I had never been a good student. I had never been anybody who wanted to write or cared to write. Didn't even, I didn't enjoy writing at all. I was, had to take a remedial class in college because my writing and my grammar was so poor. So anyway, that was the beginning of a career for me as as a writer. And I don't say I'm an author, though I've written 12 books, but I do write. So that in a sense makes me a writer. My career as a, a painter, I don't call myself necessarily an artist because <laughs> I paint and it's fun. I love painting, but that started in terms of a, a, I'll call it a career or something that's part of my everyday life. An important passion started when I was 63 or 64. And I love painting. It's, it's like what I do. And I've sold some pieces. So that's kind of cool too. So, and my my career as a coach began when I was 50, and the work that I do uh, increases in terms of transpersonal work and spiritual coaching and spiritual um, uh, immersion work um, started when I was in my 60s. So for me, my career is just lifting off. And last week I spoke with um, a couple, Mike Bosworth and Jennifer Lair, and Jennifer is 59, and she was speaking about her career just taking off while her husband Mike is retired, he's 72, and he's happily retired, but her career is, is just taking off. So that's really fun to think about the possibility and the potential of what's there uh, as we as we age, right? And as we grow. And um, 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 my friend Margaret said, you know, we're not growing old, we're just unfolding. And she just laughed when she said that. Well, another really good friend of mine, Marge, uh, she is 74. And uh, early this spring, she was at the uh, at a friend's house and her friend's nephew, long story, but short story is this guy was selling, it does sell, Uh, e-bikes, electric bikes. And Marge saw it and she fell in love. Oh my God. It was just like the best thing in the world. And she tried it. She loved it and she wanted to buy it. And so she bought one. And um, Marge is not an active person. She's not an athlete. She's not, doesn't even care to go out walking. She's had hips and knees and uh, ankles and all kinds of aches and pains, which keep her pretty, um, pretty, you know, slow and not active. But this bike was so, so um, inspiring to her that she just couldn't wait to get it. So she got it in early June 
uh, I think it was, and she just just started writing. She got herself a new helmet, and the day she got it, and she, they brought it home, and her husband, Fred, he tried it, and he loved it, <laughs> and so he got himself a bike too. So here are these two people. Um, Fred's pretty active in terms of um, taking care of chopping wood and bringing bringing wood into the house and activities that are important in terms of their house here on, in home and he, on Orcas. But he's not been that active athletically since he was younger when he was playing basketball. So here's these two people who have a new lease on life uh, because they found a bike. Uh, and for me, I was kind of pessimistic about the, the what was going to happen with this bike, because, with especially with Marge, because she, I just didn't think that she would have, you know, the sort of the long-term power of staying with it and so enjoying it. And um, the other day she said, I didn't, I didn't ever see myself being an athlete. And here I am riding every day. And, um, and with an e-bike, what's very cool about it, not, I'm not selling e-bikes, but what it does, especially here on Orcas Island, which is just about, there's, I think there's about eight different little mountains. And so everything is hills, either uphill or downhill. What's great about these, uh, these e-bikes, these electric, uh, electric bikes, is they help you know, assist going up hills or, you know, can, uh, you can, it's just really great to help assist as you're developing your own muscle power and it helps get up these hills. When I first moved to the island about 15 years ago, I had a bike and I was really looking forward to biking, but the the, the terrain is so unbelievably hilly, just the main roads. I just gave my bike away after the first time I tried it. It was just like, I'm not doing this. This is, a, <laughs> this is not fun. But these electric bikes certainly make it easier and more fun to to develop, to, to have fun, first of all, to get out on a bike, but second of all, to develop muscles and develop, um, um, just develop yourself in terms of health and physicality. So Marge is an athlete now. She is riding every day and she's shared with people how her outlook is different. She is, um, she never considered herself depressed, but she sees how, in a sense, lethargic she was mentally and emotionally and spiritually and physically. And this bike has really shifted the way that she is in the world. And that's so awesome. And if any of you know Marge, you also know she's my painting partner. We've painted for three years together, and that has been also very inspiring, and it has been really helpful for me to get myself out of my my funks, even though I w didn't know I was in a funk, and be painting and um, and be inspired by doing that work. So the point of all of this is that there are elements of life, there's aspects, there's things that are there for you to do that you may not yet know <laughs> is available that could spark an interest, a passion, an excitement, and bring you to a new level of of self-exploration and self-expression in the world. Isn't that great? And a place where your life force can actually be um, engaged. Um, I was looking at... Um, uh, I was thinking about a number of, well, in the beginning of these podcasts, I was talking about uh, Dexter Yates, who's now, I think, 75. But she started doing Ironman races when she was 72. So here's a woman. So that's uh, Ironman is like, 
100 miles of biking, um, a full marathon, which is over 26 miles, and um, I can't remember how many miles of swimming. But here's this woman who's 75 who's doing all of this and just, you know, full of life and full of vitality and life force and, and, and is having such a good time. My brother, Michael, who's also in his 70s, I think he's 72 or 73, he's been doing triathlons for the last four or five or six years and, you know, just loves doing it. He There's a photograph of him uh, swimming, uh, pulling his little uh, float boat, well, big float boat, a pontoon boat, and uh, he's just so happy and engaged in life, and this this gives him the vitality. So the point of all of this, I, I can't wait to <laughs> see what happens in my 70s. I, I'll walk my dog, but other than that, I've become a little bit more sedentary, not so excited about getting out, and uh, I've never been one to sweat, though I used to love playing tennis and things like that. Uh, but I can't can't wait to see what shows up for me in my 70s or 80s in terms of um, new new adventures, new ways of being in the world, new athletic potentials. I've got my, I'm doing air quotes um, as, as in terms of being an athlete, but the potential is there for us to, to experience life, to experience the fullness in ways we never imagined. Like I said, I never saw myself be a writer. I never saw myself be a painter. I've never seen myself being doing podcasts, if you will. I mean, I, they were something I dreamed of, you know, being doing interviews or, you know, I speak and I engage and I facilitate trainings and things like that. But all these things that are new that are still full. Uh, and so there's so much potential ahead of all of us. And I'd love you to be curious about what that means for you and what that looks like for you. Just be curious. And you don't have to know what that is yet. In the pre, just the previous podcast I just did, um, I, I, um, I just talked about sometimes there's no thing that you're doing. There's no one that you know yourself to be. There's, there's just this sort of space in empty, what feels like emptiness or boredom. And you go, what, what the, you know, what the, you know, what, you know, what, who am I? What am I becoming? Where am I going? And there's no answer. And yet these moments of inspiration where a bike might come into your life or um, a, a person might come into your life that just inspires love or inspires all kinds of things. Uh, a book, a, a painting class, something that, that comes in comes your way. More money. We don't know. And as long as we stay open and uh, as uh, in oneness it says joyously anticipate as long as we stay open and joyously anticipate possibility, what's going to come, we're going to find things and we're going to discover things that we just had no idea could be ours for, for the experience. All right, that's pretty much it for now. Big hugs to all of you. Uh, if you'd like, you could visit me at the paradigmshifts.com. I've got 12 books. I've got books. I've got blogs and videos and all kinds of things going on. And I also want to tell you about uh, the ASSIST conference, A-C-I-S-T-E dot org conference, which is in November. It's uh, to support and empower people to uh, who have had spiritually transformative experiences, people who've had near-death experiences or other experiences. This organization um, trains people to work with uh, people who've had spiritual experiences that are uncommon phenomena that is really hard to integrate. I do a coaching for 
assist, a coaching training for them. And if you're interested in that, just give me a call or email me at rosie at the paradigm shifts.com or just uh, go to assist.org, A-C-I-S-T-E.org. All right, big hugs to you. Bye for now. Thank you.